On today's podcast, we're going to talk about what is a natal chart exactly. Um, so a natal chart is a map of the positions of the planet at the time of your birth. A full natal chart will consist of the following. It will consist of your, your sun sign, your moon sign, and your rising sign, and also where all the planets fall under this. Um, the sun sign represents your ego, and it's usually what most of us identify with. It's usually the first thing that we kind of tell people what we are. Somebody asks you, you know, what's your sign? Usually you tell them, like, hey, I'm a Capricorn, or I'm a Scorpio, I'm an Aquarius, whatever you are. Um, the moon sign represents how you approach things emotionally. So let's just say you have an Aries moon. That means you approach things on an emotional stance like an Aries. Um, your rising sign or your ascendant sign. Depending on what website you use or who you're talking to, they're going to call these two things different, but they're both the same. Your rising sign or your ascendant sign is basically how you come off to people. It's kind of how people view you when they first meet you. Let's just say you're an earth sign and earth signs are pretty, you know, like grounded and stuff like that. But let's just say you come off like a party animal. If people don't like understand you or never read your natal chart, I'm like, oh my God, this person is such a party animal, but they don't like to party all the time. You probably ran into an earth sign. So yeah, and then also... The natal chart has planets in the positioning of the planets and whether the planets are indirect, meaning they're spinning the way they should spin or retrograde, meaning that the planet appears to be going backwards. So Mercury is one of the planets that will show up in your chart. Mercury represents how you communicate, talk, think and process information. Venus in your chart represents how and what you love. Mars represents sex and aggression. Jupiter represents growth, expansion, progress, and philosophy. Saturn represents responsibility, restrictions, limits, boundaries, fear, and discipline. Uranus represents innovation, progress, rebellion, and change. Neptune represents dreams, your imagination, and the unconscious. Pluto represents power, intensity, obsession, and intense transformation. Also in your natal chart, it will be the houses. And the houses kind of represent like where the planets are. It either represents what you need to work on or what you're really going to excel at in this world. So the first house, which is ruled by Aries, represents self-image. The second house, which is ruled by Taurus, represents your personal resources. The third house, which is ruled by Gemini, represents what you know. The fourth house, which is ruled by Cancer, represents your home life. The fifth house, which is ruled by Leo, represents pleasure and creativity. The sixth house, which is ruled by Virgo, represents productivity. The seventh house, which is ruled by Libra, represents significant relationships. The eighth house, which is ruled by Scorpio, represents beginning and endings. The ninth house, which is ruled by Sagittarius, rules open-mindedness, philosophy, religion, and um, I want to say just, um, just studying in general. The tenth house, which is represented by Capricorn, represents how people see you. Also represents 
your career choices in life, your responsibility choices, anything having to do with you being responsible definitely comes from the 10th house. Um, The 11th house, which is ruled by Aquarius, represents your friends and acquaintances. The 12th house, which is ruled by Pisces, represents the unconscious. Also, in your natal chart, you're also going to see what is called a north and a south node. The north node will represent your karmic path and the lessons that you really came in this life to learn. The south node reveals the challenges and the gifts that you bring from your previous lifetime with you in this lifetime. So typically how north and south nodes work is if your north if your north node is in Capricorn, your south node is going to be in Cancer. So there it's never your north node is in Capricorn and then your south node is in Scorpio. If your chart reads something like that and it's not the opposite of the north node directly, feel free to contact me because I want to see your chart. <laughs> And also in natal charts, um, there are a few other aspects or other, yeah, other aspects that play into your chart. And these are usually the asteroids of the chart. The asteroids, one of them is Chiron and Chiron is influenced by overcoming conditions. It also represents a little bit more, but we're not going to talk about it in this podcast. One of the next asteroids in the chart will be Pallas Athena. It might just show up as Pallas in your chart, but the full name is Pallas Athena. Um, This one will be the ruler of intelligence and the cerebral, so that's what it assists with. Um, Then the next one will be Juno, and Juno is kind of like Venus in a sense. It kind of represents marriage, fashion, beauty, and true love. Vesta will be the last one. Um, it is the virgin goddess, the keeper of health, focus, dedication, and self, self-respect. So those are the asteroids in the north and south node. And those things really do play into your chart as well. And I'll also be talking about that individually as I will everything else in the podcast. Um, also another thing that really plays into your natal chart that is really, really important are the words like trying and sextile that might show up in your chart. And what these are, are like the degrees and the angles to the aspects. So conjunctions basically usually concur around, concur, usually happen around zero degrees and that represents transformation. Then you have the opposition, which usually occurs around 180 degrees, which usually represents conflicts or challenges. You have a square at 90 degrees, which usually represents unlucky accidents. You have semi-squares, which occur at 45 degrees, which create irritation and obstacles. You have a sesse quadrant, which occurs at 135 degrees, which represents frustrations and delays. You have trines, which occur at 120 degrees, which represent acceleration. You have sextiles, which occur at 60 degrees, which represent opportunity. You have semi-sextiles that occur at 30 degrees, which represent luck. And then you have what's called a quincunx, which occurs at 150 degrees, and this represents change and separations. So this is the introduction to a natal chart. 
Um, once again, one of the apps that I use on my iPhone are called CoStar Astrology. Another app that I use for my tablet, which is an Android, is Astro Matrix. Um, they're kind of like CoStar. I feel like to some degree, I feel like they have a lot of different options. Um, CoStar is the simpler version. So I use them both because I use my tablet sometimes just because I like to see how other apps and other websites just in general represent the natal charts. Um, yeah, CoStar, Astro Matrix, those are two apps. Um, Cafe Astrology is actually a website. Um, another one is astrology.com. They actually have a natal chart and an interpretation on the website that looks like it's pretty good. And I think it's $25. Um, so yeah, if you have any other questions or suggestions, feel free to message me. Let me know. Um, there will be more podcasts and we will talk about each individual sign and each individual house. I didn't want to create a two-hour podcast for this because every sign in every house, it's a lot. So didn't want to do it all in one podcast. This is the introduction to natal charts. Thank you for tuning in.